Mornings today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Uh, Hydro One CEO says that political interference has hurt and will hurt the utility. Wow. Uh, this is fascinating considering uh, the other day uh, the board voted themselves a $25,000 raise and the chair a $70,000 raise. Now, this brings them up, I guess, to those that would be in the same sort of position that they are in. But the optics are here are just absolutely unbelievable. And uh, I'm not sure if anybody had mentioned to Hydro One that there is an election campaign in progress right now. And uh, I'm not sure if they've just shot Kathleen Wynne in the foot or if they're getting ready to be shot in the foot by Doug Ford. Uh, it's just uh, it's just a sort of bizarre turn of events and, and makes you uh, ask all kinds of questions, including how did these people get pay raises when we apparently have control? We have the majority of the shares, Ontario does. And then we find out that Ontario abstained from this vote, meaning go ahead, knock yourself out. How did that happen? And then the premier surprised that it all went down. Do we have that clip? Oh, no. Sorry, Will. Uh, you know, there's... It's, it's just... It's, it's as if she didn't know. Nobody told... She didn't open up the envelope when it came in the mail. Let's bring in Parker Gallant, Vice President, Wind Concerns Ontario, and with us now. Parker, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Oh, my pleasure. So Anytime. I'll start with... Uh, is our politics killing or hurting Hydro One? I don't see how they are, but... Uh, or know, or is know, it the other it, way around? I mean, if Mayo Schmidt didn't know that politics were involved in the power system in Ontario, we should never have taken the job, right? I mean, politics have been involved in the electricity sector now since we first started getting electricity back in, you know, the 1800s. Is, so. Do you think he's trying to push for more privatization? Well, I mean, he obviously is because he's buying a Vista, which is the, you know, the... Uh, company that operates out of, out of uh, Washington, uh, Washington, the state of Washington, and has activities in five different states and owns a coal, uh, a coal plant as well. Um, I mean, you know, for him to say that, you know, politics are interfering is, is uh, I think, a rather shocking thing. He should know that. He should know that, that politics have played a huge role, particularly over the last 15 years. We've had the Green Energy Act come in. We've had political interference on a constant basis. I mean, the Minister of Energy, energy uh, over the past 15 years have, have probably issued about 120 directives to, you know, Hydro One, uh, IESO, the Ontario Energy Board, and, and OPG. So it should not be a shock that, you know, there's political interference. Uh, <laughs> so what about the timing of... Uh, them uh, giving themselves raises. What? Uh, what about um, Ontario abstaining from the vote? How does this happen? I, I'm shocked. I mean, uh, the quote in the paper, I believe it was, in the Globe article about to him uh, talking about the pol- political involvement uh, was a bit of a shocker because they said 92 percent of the people that voted gave them, you know, approved the pay raises. And, you know, that's 92% of the shareholders that actually managed to get in, in there and vote, I guess. But, um, you know, that leaves out the 47% that the province still owns, 
which I think is shocking. I mean, you know, why didn't the province uh, anticipate that this was a you know an issue, and they would have been notified in the shareholder and in general meeting that they were going to vote on these things? So, why did they abstain? That's the part that I can't understand, that I don't understand at all, uh, Parker, simply because, you know, the, the her immediate response almost seemed like one of shock. She wasn't, she didn't know uh, why it had happened. She was going to launch a review as if she didn't even know there was a vote going on. Yes, that was, that was a bit of a shocker that uh, she didn't know or did our minister know? I'm sure that he must have known. Well, you would think, don't they send out notices to the shareholders? How come some of the shareholders got the memo, but the government didn't? I don't quite understand that either. Yes, it's a requirement. They have to issue the yeah. the notice to shareholders, I believe, and it's at least 30 days before the annual general meeting. So how they could miss that was is beyond me. <laughs> I don't have a clue. So that being said, why would Hydro, like clearly there's no love loss between Hydro One and Kathleen Wynne, uh, knowing that with this announcement the other day, they've just driven another nail into her coffin. Well, uh, she's the one, I guess, that made the decision to privatize it. Didn't tell us whenever uh, the last election came around, but surprised us afterwards. Um, but I mean, it kind of is an indication that someone's not watching what's going on. That's the only thing I can surmise. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.